Welcome to a self-published author's diary. I am Elodie Novodatsky. I write about first time, second chances, things that scare the crap out of me and things that make me laugh out loud. I'll be speaking with you and sharing my adventures in self-publishing, the behind the scenes of writing and the business side of it. And before we get started today, a small message from our sponsor, Anchor. Thanks for listening. Hello, how are you doing? It's, well, actually, it's August 5th when I'm recording this episode. Um, well, not the entire episode, because this episode, again, is going to be a mashup, not a mashup. It's going to be a patchwork, more, yeah, more of a patchwork of different days and the progress that I've made during those days, as well as some of the things I've done for the self-publishing side and the Google searches of the day. So as you'll hear, I'm making steady progress in my revision. And otherwise, in addition to revising and everything else, what have I been watching, reading? The chemical engineer and I have still are still watching um, Manifest. And we're almost at the end of the second season. And I think the third season is on Hulu. So I heard there's apparently or there are talks about possibly either doing another season or maybe a movie. I'm guessing the third season doesn't end with all loose ends tied up. So crossing my fingers that indeed there will be something happening. And then otherwise we are or I am watching also Outer Banks. Actually, I finished, I just finished watching it during my lunch break. So second season, I've been watching it as I'm doing stuff around the house and during my lunch breaks. And yeah, it's, I'm ready for season three. <laughs> Whenever they want to drop it, I'm ready for it. And the other thing, yeah, we're alternating Manifest and Ted Lasso right now. The second season of Ted Lasso. I am still reading Denise S. Bryce, White Woman and the Blues. That is so good. And I've also started reading because at night I read on my Kindle and during the day when I have the time, when I find the time, I read on the book. But at night it's on the Kindle and Wild Woman and the Blues, um, I have that book in paperback copy. And when I, right before falling asleep, I like to read something, but I need it to be on the Kindle because I do sometimes fall asleep reading. And it's just, I don't want my book to be like you know, all bent up or anything. So I read on my Kindle at night and I'm finishing to read Tessa Bailey's Fixer Up novel, which is also very good. Here is today's episode. Oh, there might be a little ad right before that. Today is Friday, July 30th. <laughs> I was going to say 20th, but no, it's 30th. And I didn't write yet today or revised yet today. I'm about to try to revise for half an hour. It's Friday. Did I mention that? So today I've spent a lot of time cleaning and, you know, grocery shopping, putting everything away, lots of stuff for the house. And I also recorded, no, I did not record. I'm recording right now. <laughs> I also wrote my email for my newsletter. So I did that at the beginning of the afternoon. And like early afternoon, I wrote that and I had to like choose the pictures that I was going to put in the newsletter. 
and decide exactly how I was going to do the pre-order exclusive bonus scene for people who pre-order The Left of a Bride and for those who order it within the first week. So people who do that will get an exclusive bonus scene because that seems to be what most readers would like to have as an incentive to pre-order or order during the first week. And I had to create the form for that. So that didn't take me very long, but it's still, you know, something that I had to do. So I created the form and then I wrote the newsletter I sent the newsletter and then I also wrote the blog post for, well, when you listen to this last week's episode, but when I'm recording this, today's episode. So I also wrote that blog post, I published it and I did that, I think I did that right before lunch or right after lunch. So these are the things that I worked on and now again, I'm about to revise I need to do more things in the house, but I do want to get a bit of revising in because as I said, I would like to really finish the revision as early as possible without the stress of the deadline of the 18th of August, but still do it as quickly as possible or as fast as I can. Let's put it that way. As fast as I can so that I can give advanced review copies several weeks before the book releases or at least two weeks before the book releases. That's kind of my goal. So this is where I'm currently working towards. And to do that, I am about to open my computer and revise for half an hour. And it's about 5.50 p.m. And then I will walk the dog and decide what's happening for dinner. And Friday is usually pizza at the Novodatsky household. And by pizza, I mean frozen pizza with a, <laughs> with a salad, if you want to know what we're eating tonight. I was going to say good morning, but here it's actually good afternoon. It's 5.20 p.m. almost on Monday, August 2nd. I ended up working longer than planned on Friday, which was good because I got quite a few things done. And then this weekend, I did not write. I enjoyed my weekend and did things around the house and just, you know, had a nice, had a nice weekend. And I was excited to get back to work this morning. I am still working on a chapter where Nathan, who is the runaway groom, he's the fiance, the ex-fiance of Sorka, he left her at the altar about a year before the book begins, so that's not a spoiler. And they're meeting up, and he's finally telling her why he jilted her. And so I've been working on this chapter on Friday. I finished revising it today. I did send two small excerpts, like one paragraph and one sentence, to my critic partners via Google Chat because... I don't think, I think one of them was working, but I wasn't quite sure if it was entirely working. And the other one I knew was not strong enough. And I was kind of wondering that one sentence, right? So if you're listening to this and you're a writer, you probably know that sometimes like there is one sentence that we think is just not strong enough. So yes, one sentence in a book that's going to be about probably 60 to 70,000 words, 70,000 words. But it's one of those sentences that is supposed to throw an emotional punch to the reader. It's a, it's a sentence where I need the reader to really empathize 
with Sokka. And so it's like describing her when she's left at the altar. And what I had did not feel strong enough, but I wasn't, it was better, but it was, it's still not there. So I was asking my critic partners what they thought, like if maybe I was wrong. And um, one of them already replied and told me that, yeah, she thinks it, it needs to be stronger, like more visceral. So I'm going to try to find, she gave me a few, a few pointers, like a few, a few words that I'm going to see how I can maybe integrate and get, I get that visceral reaction. I might also quickly go back to my Margie Lawson's class on visceral reactions and just get inspired and by, by reading some of her, some of her class. I'll do that either tonight or tomorrow morning. And otherwise, what I've been working on for that chapter, on Friday, I revised it. And the first four chapters were in the past, four chapters, four paragraphs were in the past tense because she was driving and she was remembering something that's just happened right before. But then I was thinking as I was reading, I'm like, actually, it would be stronger if those moments that she's currently recalling as she's driving, if I'm just showing them because they just happened like five minutes prior to the moment where she's driving. So it's not like I'm recapping things from years ago, like it just happened and they do have an emotional impact and um there are two lines that are I think are really funny um and so I don't think those funny lines were actually shining through by being a recap so I this morning what I did is I took those paragraphs and I transformed them from being in the past her thinking about it to being things that are happening on the page and so it did not take me super long to do that because I had all the bones of what I needed. I just needed to add meat around it. So I did that and then I finished revising the rest. And one of the comments that I had gotten, two comments that I had gotten from my critic partners were, one, there needed to be maybe more of an explanation about why Sokka, like, mood switched in the chapter prior. Like, she was pretty happy and then she kind of got annoyed and... In my mind, it was pretty clear, but that's what sometimes happens. Is like, I know what's happening in their mind, but I, I didn't put it on paper. So I needed to make sure that that was on paper as well. And then um, another one was to maybe give Nathan, who is again the ex-fiancé, more of a motivation or why he jilted her. Like to really have his heart broken by the realization that, yeah, she was not, that she was settling with him in a way. And so I did that. And I think I did that very well. Like I'm excited about that. It's a lot. Like it's a, it makes him so much more likable. Like he's still like owning up to the fact that he left her and jilted her, which was super humili humiliating for, for Sokka. So he's owning up to all of that, which he was already doing, but now he's doing it more, which was another comment that I had gotten from my critic partners. One of them was that like he needs to own it just slightly more. So he did. And then he, he just went all in in his explanation. So it's a very, it's a very good chapter. <laughs> Not to like praise myself, but objectively, it's a very good chapter. <laughs> I don't know if I'm objective, but to me, it's a very good chapter. And um, yeah, I'm excited about it because I think that it gives, you know, it's more towards like not the middle middle, but like towards the end of the middle of the book. And it's 
giving some sort of a breather without taking away from the plot. I think it reinforces more of her motivation and it also opens up because he's going to be in the third book in that series. So the next book in that series is going to be about um, Sokka's sister, Aisling. And then the third book or a novella, I have not decided yet, for him, for Nathan, is going to be him finding love on that TV show. So yeah, I'm excited about that too. So now I'm going to cook dinner and uh, have to do a few things. I haven't walked the dog yet. Don't tell him. I mean, he knows, but I need to walk him. It is Tuesday, August 3rd. I've made progress in my revision today. That progress included spending two hours and a half on a chapter and a sentence. I mean, those are chapters, not chapters, the paragraph that I worked on for. So spending two hours on a paragraph and a, a sentence and basically just wanting to get it to the point of really bringing an emotional punch to the reader. My critic partner, one of them um, mentioned that it was stronger and that she really liked one of the, one of the sentences that I had written, um, that was really working. But then in my mind, I was kind of like, okay, I need the reaction to be even more visceral. So I need to get back to the drawing board because I felt like I could make it even stronger. So I worked on it for two hours and I think it works. I think it's, it's really, it really shows to the reader um, how Sokka felt the day that she felt that she got jilted at the altar. Like it needed to be really strong. So that's what I worked on this morning and I had to do quite a few things not writing related, like taking care of insurance and a lot of other things that I'm not going to list on this particular episode, but I also Googled certain things today and I needed a bit of reassurance about how many words per chapter. I usually don't have a set number of words per chapter. So I have certain chapters that are longer, certain chapters that are shorter. I think it also helps the rhythm of the book. And I usually have chapters that, you know, the length serves the story as well. I do have usually my chapters are about 2,500 to 3,000 words. And my shorter chapters are about 1,500 to 200, 2,500 words. And then I have very short chapters when I need like something really punchy. But one of the chapters that I was writing, two of them were about 3,800 words. I was kind of like, is it too long? Is it like, is it, but then I was rereading it and it just felt right for that particular moment. And I know a lot of the books that I'm reading have that long of a chapter, but I still Googled it. So this is one thing I did. I also said, I also looked for synonym for collapse. Can you drain oxygen? Negative word for vanishing. What do sinkholes do? Synonym for strangle, synonym for tighten, synonym for grab. I mean, basically, I should have had a thesaurus open. Yeah, those are some of the things that I Googled today. Oh, today I also published a teaser on my Facebook group and on my Facebook page. 
it took me just a few minutes to design and then upload. I have not uploaded it on Instagram. Might do it tomorrow. I also, not tomorrow, probably sometimes during the week. And I also have not put it on my website yet. So that's something I need to do. And this was my update for August 3rd. So today is Thursday, August 5th. It's 1.45 p.m. This morning, I revised quite a bit. I finished revising a chapter that I started revising yesterday. But yesterday, I didn't do a lot of... Um, I didn't work a whole lot because I had a checkup at the cancer center, um, like a routine checkup of blood test and physical exam. It's always... <laughs> It's always very stressful to have checkups, even if they're just routine checkups. And my blood test results were great. And the physical exam, I saw one of the nurses and one, one of my oncologist nurses. And the physical exam also, there was nothing concerning. Everything is great. So it's always, and I'm saying so a lot right now, but it's a, it's a very big, sigh of relief yeah so that was that was yesterday and my appointment was very early and then Tuesday I also had to double check with the insurance long story short it took a bit of my Tuesday afternoon everything went very smoothly and so that was that was good but then I was also stressed so it's um I managed to concentrate. I managed to do what I needed to do. I was actually pretty proud of myself because granted, I'm more stressed when I have scans um, than when I have blood tests, but still. And when it comes to the blood test, it's in Hodgkin's lymphoma, there is no real blood marker that they are looking at regular checkups, blood checkups. And I mean, there are things that when you have Hodgkin's lymphoma, you can have low hemoglobin, you can have um, issues with your hematocrit, hematocrit, I can't remember how it's called. And, you know, your white blood cells can be all over the place and especially your neutrophils. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be showing up in your blood, including inflammation. That's also one of the early markers that they're, it's not really a marker, but one of the early things that they look at, but it's not, like you don't get a blood test and know for sure, you know, if it's good or bad. However, when you combine it with a physical exam and I have a scan, you know, coming up in November and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's basically, it's still super reassuring when my blood test is, is perfectly normal, that everything is within the range and that the physical exam doesn't show anything concerning is also very, very reassuring. Um, so yeah, so it was great. It was great news. Going back to my revision this morning, I managed to make, I think, Ryan sound even more endearing by him realizing, I didn't know if it was possible, but apparently it is, by him realizing that when he tried to help Sorka, and I'm not going to go into the details because I don't want... Yes, that's Plato the dog snoring in the background. You probably could hear him right now. I'm not going to go into the details, but he's trying to help her. And I think the way he offered it brought her back to a certain moment in time where he was not acknowledging her feelings about something. And so now he's acknowledging them and um, I think has grown since that time. So it's it's um, I think it made him pretty enduring. 
So I finished revising that chapter, and this afternoon I have to do a bit of things that are not writing-related and not self-publishing-related, <laughs> but also things that are, meaning that I also need to edit and master this podcast for tomorrow, today, when you're listening to it, or whenever you're listening to it. So yeah, so this word of things that I've done, or this is the progress report from today. I also need to outline a chapter because I'm going to have to add a chapter right now in the story that was not there before. So I want to make sure that I know how it's going to move the plot forward to the point that I need it to be. So this is um, this is what I'm going to be doing. And then it's going towards the big reveal and things that are like something that is going to rock the boat, so to speak, and, you know, give them something to deal with. Again, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I'll just say, no, I'm not going to say. I'll talk about it next time, maybe, and then I'll make a big spoiler warning. But some of the things I googled today included, wait, I'm looking through my Google search. Some of the things I googled were parents' hair annoying. <laughs> Like, what do parents do that annoys kids with their hair? Hockey intermission. That's all the things I Googled today. So it was it was not a lot of Googling, at least when it comes to, to my book. So this was for the week what I've done in my revision. And don't forget that you can pre-order The Leftover Bride for only 99 cents for a limited period of time. Basically, it's the pre-order price and the Leftover Bride comes out on September 14th, so you have a bit of time to pre-order it. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I, I really appreciate it. And if you have a second, don't forget that you can also rate, leave a review. That helps other listeners find it. This little podcast of mine, it's not a little podcast. I need to stop calling it a little podcast. So this podcast of mine... And to the writers listening, happy writing. And to everybody, happy reading.